0: Welcome to your show, Power Woman. From New York City to around the world, this is Madam Philosopher, and I am your host, Eve. Today's episode is Empowered Women, Empowering Women. Don't you just love it? Empowered Women, Empowering Women. And I just want to start off by saying that each and every single one of us has a power inside of us that is so unique to us. It is so unique to you. It is so unique to me that it empowers us to fulfill our purpose in life. It empowers our destiny. And when we share that, we empower others i always like to start with a quote or maybe something that i've written and today i'm gonna start with something that i've written this is this is a little poem that i wrote or a little something that i wrote some time ago i think it was for maybe like Women's history month or something like that and i wanted to share a thought to all the women out there about what it means to be a woman and of course this is you know just One little mustard seed of what it really means to be a woman. There's so much to us. And this is just one little perspective from me. So I am going to share what I wrote. And I said, woman to woman. Women are created with the power to give birth. Not just in the physical sense, but also in the spiritual sense. We are givers of life with our actions and with our words. So let us birth peace and not chaos, direction and not confusion, solutions, not problems. We were created soft, but to birth humble spirits, not weakness, powerfully created and powerful, not to be less than, but not to think that we are greater than, so that we may birth wisdom, strong to birth generations, not to break spirits. With a vision to lead, not to manipulate. We were passionate and passionately created so that our touch will touch places in the hearts and in the minds of mankind in places that no one else can. With a cry inside of us, not to drown in tears, but to lift our voices as one, and to be able to be the voice for the voiceless, seductive to seduce hope and bring forth its glory. When we choose otherwise, we choose to be inferior to that which we have been created for. For we have been created to be glorious. We were created to be woman. So woman to woman, be woman. When I wrote this, I was challenging myself myself, to understand what it truly means to be a woman. And I've shared this before, that there was a time and a space in my life in which I didn't necessarily embrace being a woman. I related being a woman to being weak. I thought that the things that happened were because I was a woman, and if I was a woman, I wouldn't have gone through the things that I've gone through. And I've said this in my previous podcasts. But I also went straight into this path, this journey that has really illuminated my soul to understand my role, and therefore be able to share with you. My insight into what it means for me to be a woman. Now, when I say that we are given the power to give birth, not just in the physical sense, uh, you know, we have we discussed this a lot, you know, what it means to be a woman and to be able to give birth and you know to have a child bring life into this world. And I went through a space where, you know, I asked myself, what does that mean for me? I don't have children. And so I was in conversations with other women who cannot have children or have chosen not to have children. And, you know, we started talking about, you know, does that make us any less? And this is, I don't think that this is something that is imposed on us as much as something that we impose on ourselves, a belief that we impose on ourselves because we have been indoctrinated to believe that we are here to be able to have children. And if you cannot bear children, then somehow your meaning as a woman diminishes. And so I thought that that was really interesting. I said, you know, in one of these conversations, I said, you know, We were not just given the power to give birth, you know, to children. When we look at history, women have given birth to generations. We have been given birth to nations. I mean, with the words alone that we speak, we speak life. But I also find it a little troublesome when we can't do that for each other. And so that's what my podcast is all about today, you know, talking about how can we empower each other. And so one of the things that I just really want to put out there is, you know, we need to really stop Competing with each other. I know that we've talked about this a lot. I know that, you know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of women really trying to raise up consciousness around this issue that we shouldn't be competing with one another. But I really think that, you know, a little reminder every once in a while is important because we are created so unique. I mean, really uniquely created. And your authenticity is the most powerful you. And my authenticity is the most powerful me. And so if we just got to a space where we understood that we are created so uniquely, so uniquely from each other, that if we just brought forth our authenticity and our uniqueness, how great would that be? and you know there's nothing more powerful than seeing women empower each other than seeing women united and unfortunately we've come to a a, a place you know, in our society, in our times where we're competing for so many things. I mean, we're competing for jobs. We're competing for guys. We're competing for, you know, each other, uh, whose body is better, whose, you know, um, hair texture is better, whose uh, body type. Uh, Oh my goodness. There's just so much. And so I just feel like, you know, we have gotten lost And competing with one another so much so that we actually have, you know, created brands around certain things that make us different, but at the same time can group us together. Listen to this, you know, we are not trying to be, you know, an individual and grow in our authenticity and bring it forth with such powerful might, you know, by being present in our full essence to empower each other, we're trying to create little tribes, little subcultures, little uh, silos within our women tribe in the world. When we start branding certain aspects of ourselves in order to make that shine. The thing is that we can all shine brightly together and individually for our uniqueness. And somehow we need to get to a space that we don't allow for a title, that we don't allow for something that we think becomes our identity. And by that, I mean something externally, you know, whether it means something in our careers or something within our body types or something, you know, or the kind of hair we have, or we are all created perfect, whole, and complete. And yes, we do need to celebrate our differences, but together, celebrating our differences means bringing our differences together and forming just a beautiful masterpiece that is our womanhood by coming together in unity and in love and so it's really interesting that you know we have chosen certain aspects of our insecurity to then form bonds with other women who have the same insecurity and then try to turn it into a weapon of, you know, here, here we are. Here we are and we stand strong and we think that this is empowering. But the thing is that when we choose to put other women down, there's nothing empowering about that. There is absolutely nothing empowering about that. We cannot choose to do or act or behave or say the things that other people have done in order to oppress us, in order to marginalize us, in order to subject us to a certain idea of who we are and do the same exact thing and think that that is empowerment. That is not. Actually, that fuels division. And as women, we have the power to give birth to solutions, to give directions in times of confusion. When we look at the younger generation, and we look at our young women, you know, we can see the absence of direction sometimes. You know, being lost in social media, being lost in expectations of society that are just so outside of any realistic frame that they're losing themselves. And as the older generation, as women who have been already in that space, we have an obligation to set the standard. And by that, I mean to set the standard of accepting one another, loving one another, celebrating one another, honoring one another. But when we do that, they're going to do it too. And so whatever we do, we always have to keep in mind that the next generation is going to amplify that and grow in it. So when we sow love, the next generation is going to grow in that. But when we sow division, the next generation is gonna grow in that too. You see, we're both right. We're both powerful either choice that we take if if you are a woman that wants to bring women together and empower each other and uplift each other in mind and body and spirit if you are a woman that wants to you know celebrate your sister for her accomplishments in life for her accomplishments in love for her accomplishments in family for her accomplishments in career for her accomplishments in health in spirituality then you know what That is what you're going to keep sowing. But if you are a woman that, you know, continues to sow division, hatred, isolation, you're going to see that in the next generations as well. So we have an obligation because we are birthing nations with the actions and the words that we speak. And so we need to use, you know, what we naturally have. You know, there's something that started to kind of um, rub some women um, in the wrong way. When, you know, all of a sudden, you know, you have a certain characteristic. And I would say this for myself, you know, when I speak, a lot of people say, you know, you're you're very passionate when you speak. And I kind of fell into this thing of like, you know, what does that mean? I mean, passionate, you know, Um, and, and for some reason, There was a time when that was just another word for you're very emotional when you speak. And of course, when women are called emotional, you know, it's always, there's always a negative connotation to it because there's, you know, some type of weakness that's associated with that because of the way we've been, you know, spoken to about the way we express our emotions. But let me tell you something. I have embraced the fact that I am passionate because it means that I have a fire inside of me that nobody can turn it off. There is a fire that burns so deep in my soul that allows me to keep moving forward, pushing forward, pressing on, looking ahead, and I get up and I know that I am always going to do whatever I need to do to activate that passion so that I can thrive in my purpose, so that I can power my destiny. Because that is where I want to be every single day, living the most powerful expression of my authentic self. And that is where we all want to be. So I took that and I just turned it into a positive and I started to embrace it. But some of us really haven't, you know, come to terms with that and still think that some of these things that they call us like emotional or passionate or whatever seem to have some type of negative connotation and you want to, you know, not accept that. You want to reject it. Well, don't because guess what? When you have that, it means that you are connected to your heart mind. And it is very easy to be connected to your brain mind, right? I mean, it's very easy to be in your head. I talk about the difference between your brain mind and your heart mind in my book. And you know what? So many of us shut out our heart mind, you know, where our instincts come in. You know, that that thing in your gut that tells you in what direction you need to move in, that Word that comes into your spirit that you know is truth, you know it's power, but you want to silence because it's out of the norm, out of the comfort zone, out of like, you know, the expectation of what you're supposed to be fulfilling. But I say embrace all of it because that means you are far more connected into all the different layers of who you are. Okay, because we are not created to be one dimensional. We were never created to be one dimensional. We have chosen to be one dimensional. We have chosen to just look at life at one level. But there's so much. There's so much in our mind and our body and our hearts and our spirits and our soul, the world, the external world outside of us. We're spiritual beings having a human experience and we can't even begin to understand the divinity in all of that. The greatness in all of that. So we can't limit ourselves or each other. Quite the contrary. I want to see divinity being expressed through each and every single one of my sisters because it means that I'm tapping into something that is greater than myself and it is becoming part of me and I am becoming part of it. And together, we are great. Together, we are divine. Together, we are powerful. And I think... That somehow we are getting lost in, you know, these trends that are out there. And things that have kind of like, you know, the news has a life cycle. And it's, I don't know what it is now. I mean, uh, 10 seconds now, right? I mean, something comes out and, you know, everybody is on it and it's the new thing. And then it dies out. We shouldn't be dying out. We should be growing We should be evolving. We should be getting stronger. We should get more and more powerful as each day goes by. The more we connect, the more we should own our power. You see, because there's something so divine and unique to you. And I just don't know how that's going to help me, but I know it will. If we could just take our blindfolds off and stop, you know, focusing on the internal conflicts that we have with ourselves, and by that I mean our own doubts, our own fears, our own insecurities, and try to mask that with, you know, to the world with other things. If we stop being distracted by the facades, that are presented to us. If we stop being distracted by the division that's being created so that we are not united, if we stop being distracted by all of those things, we can focus on our power. We can focus on our authenticity and we will have so many aha moments. Because if I'm going through something you better believe that one of my sisters has something so powerful inside of her that she's going to speak a word of wisdom to me and she's not even going to know. But because that's so something so unique to her, she's going to say something organically. She's going to say something that comes naturally in her being and in her spirit and that's going to go inside my being and that word is going to birth life in me. And it's going to change something. And I'm talking about transformative change. I'm not talking just, you know, a quick thought that will vanish. That has a short lifespan. No. I'm talking about life that will last. I'm talking about words that create a paradigm shift. That causes our evolution. I mean... It is so powerful. And it's not even worth going into all the different ways you know and I know. The divisions that we are creating amongst each other. You know and I know how women tend to compete with one another. You know one of the saddest things that I heard the other day was a very good friend of mine who told me, you know, she's like, the worst bosses I've ever had have all been women. Wow, what a statement. And I told her, I said, you know, um, as a CEO, I kind of take a little offense to that. <laughs> I wasn't truly offended, but I, I think I was sad about that statement. I think I was sad because I think it speaks a lot uh to you know women in leadership and what we're doing and our responsibility. You know that once we get to a certain level with everybody else, you know what like and I'm not talking about you don't have to be a CEO. I mean anything that you do in life, you know, you strive to be the best at it, but when you get that good at it, let's try to go back and teach others. You know, when we i I feel like I'm getting good at <laughs> at just being transparent with all of me you know that's what i I thrive to do i to be transparent to be authentic, and I feel that that in itself is such um Such a huge goal every single day because, you know what, every single day I wake up with challenges or I wake up with my own doubts or I wake up, you know, with my own fears and I got to, you know, struggle through them. But I still have, you know, my vision that I have to, like, follow. I still have the dreams that I want to realize. I still have a purpose that I I need to thrive in. I still have a passion inside of me that I don't want to let die. I still have a destiny that I need to power up. But my vulnerability has become my greatest tool to power up my destiny. You know, being transparent, being authentic. And in that, you know, I've had these amazing experiences with my sisters, with women from around the world that share their stories with me. And together, we're growing. But can you imagine if I would be going through this journey and just saying, oh my God, this is really great, but I'm going to keep this to myself and all I'm going to do is talk about, you know, well, let's, you know, talk about, you know, the three steps to success today. Let's talk about, you know, the, you know, 10 or five or 15 keys to great leadership. I mean, come on, let's get real, right? Right. My realness, my realness. I mean, this could be the experience for somebody else, and trust me when I tell you that there is women out there that are just, you know, sharing knowledge that I benefit from, that you can benefit from, and I love them. I, I, I send them love, but that is not my journey, right? And so within that, I have to own who I am. We have to own who we are and be there for each other with that level of truth because you never know what you're going to do for somebody else. You never know how you're going to be able to lift up your sister. You never know when your sister is in a winter season and she needs that warmth from you. So it's not just about us being Empowered, it's not just about you know focusing on you reaching a certain height, it's about how you can reach that and also how you can help others be there in that space with you, how we can help each other be in that space. Because the thing is that when we're there together, that's true power, so there's no need. You know, to be competing or to be creating division. The there's no need to get to a certain space and say, hey, there's no more space for anybody here. So let me make sure that I keep you down. Because guess what? All those women that you're keeping down one day will pull you down. And trust me, your fall will be greater than your eyes. And this is because, you know what? That's just the way the world works. And by that I mean the energy that you sow into the world, that you send out to the universe, it's gonna come right back at you. One way or another. You can't, you know, you're not gonna to go to a garden and plant daisies and expect roses. That's, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. And so, how do we all stay there? How do we all stay in this place of empowerment? How do we all stay in this place when you know there's an injustice against you know another woman that we speak up as well as if it was to ourselves? You know, what, how do we get to a space that when another woman is in pain that we feel it and that we can support them and uplift them and offer them a way? to warm that, you know, that wound, to be able to soothe that wound? How do, how do we get to a space that we can celebrate each other and honor each other? The only way to get to a space where you can be empowered and empower others is to get to a place of your own truth. Own your truth. When you own your truth, that's power. That is powerful. And I, I hope that we continue this conversation, you know, to help each other be empowered, empower each other. I, you know, I welcome you and I invite you to please, you know, follow me on my social media, on my Facebook, on my Instagram. You can go to my my personal website or my personal social media, which is Evelyn Mahill. You can go to Empower Woman Three Sixty. You can go to my Facebook group. We have a Facebook group. It's called Power Woman 360. It's for those of you who are listening to my podcast so that we can talk to each other, so that we can empower each other. You know, don't limit yourself and don't limit us. Hey, maybe this is selfish. Don't limit me. I want to partake of your greatness, but I also want to give back. This is, you know, we're in this together. This is us. And so, you know, let's continue this conversation. Let's uplift each other. Let's empower each other. I hope that I hear from all of you. And I know that some of you have been, you know, on my social media and I've been talking about an event that's coming up soon. It's called Power Woman New York City. Yes. I'm excited. I hope you guys get excited because we're gonna have an event and it's just all full of, you know, amazing empowerment energy. I I'm hoping to create, you know, the whole vision is to create an atmosphere when you walk in, you will never leave the same. I'm talking about transformative change. I'm talking about activating our passion. I'm talking about helping each other thrive in our purpose, empowering our destiny. So I am going to be, you know, talking about that a little bit more. And I'm also going to be sharing about that in my social media. So please, you know, follow me. Also, if you want to order my book, go to my website, EvelynMahill.com. And that's just, you know, include yourself in this conversation. Include yourself in this conversation. Just take ownership of the space that belongs to you. I'm claiming my space. I hope that you claim yours. Thank you for tuning in, Power Woman. This is your show, Madam Philosopher, from New York City to around the world. And I am your host, Eve. Until the next episode.